Greeting, Wentzville Fire friends. This is Wentzville Fire Chief John Schneider. We're excited to bring forward to you Hot Topics, which will be our monthly podcast and where we discuss current trends, current topics, things that are buzzing around our community. And while we do that with various individuals, we'll also be touching base on current safety tip to give us different avenues for reaching different populations in our community. Uh, along with me today is my assistant chief, John Ledoux. Good morning. I'm uh, really excited to be here and looking forward to this new adventure. And also, we're very excited to uh, break him away from his busy schedule at City Hall. Our inaugural guest is Mayor Nick Guccione of the City of Wentzville. Welcome, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, we, we appreciate your time. Thank you. So let's let's talk about what's going on in the city of Wentzville. Well, Wentzville is a growing community. We have a lot of a uh, lot of growth issues and uh, transportation projects we're working on. We've got approximately seventy-two million dollars that's budgeted and funded funded over the next five years for transportation. So trying to stay ahead of that, you know, the growth growth area. Uh, we're still the fastest growing city in the state. Just always going to be issues, you know. Sure. So when you say seventy-five million, is that mainly going to be the I seventy corridor stuff, or no? That's going to be the uh, Dave Focal Parkway. It's two D. Highway Z, uh, the south extension of the parkway, uh, you know, uh, other improvements like Westmire that's being approved. It's almost completed. So those types of projects. Know, so. we, we've had some talks with the state. It just seems like Z, like you said, Z, the parkway, 4061 crossover. There is so much going on out there. The, the train, everybody knows the train <laughs> issue. So Right. Well, that's going to be done, too. That's uh, MoDOT's, uh, the, I think it was pushed back a couple of months, but... That's moving forward, that project as well. So, talk, talk about that a little bit, about how your office and, and the city administration in general needs to work with MoDOT and the county and how all of those agencies come together because there is a lot of revenue sharing or expense sharing in some of these larger project, projects. Can you right. talk about the importance of keeping those communication lines open? And yeah, Absolutely. Uh, we have a great, great work relationship with, uh, with MoDOT and uh, the other entities, the county, the county road board, uh, Steve Elman, county executive, and uh, county council uh, to approve funding for the the growth area here. I think they approved some last night at their council meeting as well. 4061 Highway P, that was the first one in 2012. Right. There's a lot of fatalities on that uh, corridor. So uh, working with MoDOT, and that was a $16 million project to get that overpass and, and improvements, safety improvements there. So that's the type of relationship we have because there's funding comes from different uh, entities, um, such as the county road board, CMAC, which is a safety fund, state and federal dollars. So we work with everybody, as well as the fire department and the other school district and their needs, try to coordinate everything with the best movement traffic. Not being yes, an engineer, I, so I counted my staff. No, we understand, <laughs> and we we have been a big part of those planning meetings, and the school district's been involved, and and obviously those are always good planning meetings and important. You know, what about from from a resident standpoint? How can they uh, keep an eye on those things and the progress? How do how do you guys, from the city standpoint, communicate those things out? Well, we we have our uh, our page, you know, our website and our page. We put out a lot of information. Um, I share a lot of my social media, try to keep people updated. Some of the other aldermen do do uh, Should, Dare updates. I say tag the mayor? Tag the mayor, yeah. There's, <laughs> a, there's all these uh, different sites, uh, 411. Probably the uh, biggest one that I get tagged on a lot, but so we, talk talk about that a little bit about yeah. because you you are uh, there you do get complimented a lot about how responsive you are on social media. Can you talk about how important that is to you and, and your job? It's very it's very important. It's, it's, sometimes it gets frustrating because you can't give people the answers they want, but you got to be honest and give them the answers that they need to hear the truth, the facts, and whatever 
facts as you know them as they are presented. Things change as things go along. But, uh, and social media moves quickly. It moves very quickly. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, my commitment was always to be responsive to my citizens, whether they like the answer or not, but to get back with them as quick as I can and give them the answer so that they can spread that answer. And then I won't get tagged by somebody else because now they just say, hey, I just heard from the mayor, and he just told me this is what's going on. So, so there's all kind of avenues that we have. You could go on a website. You can go to MoDOT's website. You can go to St. Charles County Council or St. Charles website, and they've got all the projects listed. So you, you mentioned a lot on the infrastructure needs. Uh, I live over by where the new public works facility is being built. You want to touch on that? The dirt started moving yeah. this past week. Yeah, as we grow, we have to keep ahead. You know, like, like our water treatment plant, we've done expansions to keep ahead. So we have capacity for the growth. The growth is coming. Uh, the public works was a need. We needed that new public works facility. Bought the property, I think, uh, 20 years ago and sat on it until, there was, until we had the funding, the bonding capacity to, to build that facility. So there's no tax increase. And that's just, you know, it's a no tax bond. We'll build that facility to accommodate the growth of our of our community. We'll probably keep the other public works facility as that's, well. I was going to ask you what uh, the plan is. That's, that's what that our plan is right now. It could change. Right now we're going to keep that facility. And that's uh, the one up in Old Town, right? Right. Yep. And there'll be very little traffic coming out, out of that. Mostly employees, but a lot of little traffic. And, and more of a place to uh, store salt. Sure. Uh, because salt, you can get it cheaper. And sometimes, like this winter, we had a mild winter. Good right. time to buy salt. It's cheap because they're stockpiled. And so we can pile it up, uh, stockpile it for next year if we have a bad winter. So get it at a lower cost. Sure, that sounds great. You're talking about public works. Uh, was there anything with the Winsville Rec Center that... That's going on. I know we're, we're starting to get fired up and moving really good on that. Is uh, anything new happening over there? Well, they're, 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 we came in under budget, which is good. Um, that was a no tax as well. Uh, it was done with a CID, which is a community improvement district tax. So it's a retail sales tax, very minimal. Uh, it was a little controversy with that, but you pay less than $0.89 cents for every $100 you would spend. And that's only if you shop in a taxing district. Uh, we come in under budget, so we're adding to that with some playground equipment and playground nice. that they're building now on that. Uh, we also have a, coming forward as a Heroes Memorial Plaza. I know Chief, you're on the, on the committee for yes. that. To design that to recognize our first responders, our, our uh, police officers, our military personnel who were killed in, uh, or died in a, a situation. Uh, so we can honor them as well. You've done a great job assembling that team. It's yeah, a, good people. I'm very proud. And one of our firefighter paramedics is also on that committee with us. And uh, it's exciting that, that uh, the, the group, of, of our community that you have serving on that. And we're, we're going to bring forward a, a something that we can all be very proud of. I'm, and I'm looking forward to some that. events and that'll, that'll be really nice. Yeah. Cause we really don't have anywhere to have a, a big event for like a Memorial day veterans day or any type of big venue that we can have, but that's, this will be something we can all, all go to. And do. You know, that makes me think about the run for the wall. Can you it's coming talk? up. Yeah. It's a, it, it's an exciting time. I mean, we used to really get excited about it when, we were in the old station on Pierce. Uh, talk about that yeah. and what, what that means what with all done to that memorial in the last few years has been city, fantastic yeah. too. Yeah. The new mural up on Eels. Very, very emotional. Uh, we were the you know, first Vietnam memorial um, in, the, in the country here in Wentzville and at the firehouse. You guys took very good care of that. And, and uh, still still to this day, it's standing there and everybody's proud of it. Uh, but to run for the wall, he's, he's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, come in every year on our way to Washington and stop off at Wentzville and spend a night. I wish they could spend a couple of days so we could really kind of oh, that would be really great, show our, our um, but it gets emotional. Show them our town. Yeah, show them our town. Yeah, it gets emotional when you see 500 bikes come off the highway. Yeah. 
So it gets really you know, a couple years ago. It. I haven't done it recently, but a couple years back, I actually climbed up our ladder truck. We raised the flag, and our partners at O'Fallon Fire uh, help us raise the flag over Highway Z between the two ladder trucks. And I got up to get some pictures up on the ladder and seeing those bikes race up Highway Z, and you know the the loud the loud <laughs> engines <laughs> and motors. Yeah. It's well, that flag when that flag's raised, that huge flag. That's yeah. that's an emotional time. A lot of all. people yeah. come out for that along Z and. and and you see them placing their hand over their heart, and it's it's a it's a great event. We have a very patriotic community, very patriotic. We got onto the onto the uh, military and, and all that, but I was I had a, something popped in my mind about the rec center and, and uh, the commitment to the senior citizens and and, and pretty much you, you don't really have to be a, a citizen of Winsville to come use that. How does that? How does no, that we work? we worked an agreement with uh, Flint Hill and uh, Lake St. Louis that um, you pay the resident rate. You don't say so the non-resident. Well, Lake St. Louis government picks up the difference. Gotcha. We track that. The city tracks that, so they pick up the difference from the non-resident rate to the resident rate. So, so neighboring communities. So the, their yeah, community I pays have, that. I have uh, some in-laws that, that that use the facility, and they talk very highly of it. So, and we included the because I had a uh, when we first brought the rec center up, uh, and we did a study to determine what what the need was. Um, I had a, a group of seniors. It was an ad hoc committee to tell the seniors what they needed in the community. That was one of their needs was a senior center. They outgrown the other senior center. It was The building sure. needed a lot of upgrades. Yep. They just felt that, like they were left behind. So I said, let's incorporate the senior center with the rec center. Let's figure out how to do that. We worked it out where there's something for everybody. There's a daycare center, senior center, e-sports center, two pools. you got the, you got the, the uh, Lindenwood's in there. Lindenwood, yeah. yeah. Lindenwood's got Speaking some Speaking of pools, pool season's getting ready to yes. kick off. And I guess you'll be hiring for all the parks. I see a lot yeah. of job postings i guess that's been somewhat of a struggle for the the city to retain staff yeah lifeguards has been the biggest struggle um, <clears throat> with the pools um uh, but as schools get out maybe we'll have a better success at uh, sure recruiting some lifeguards but um yeah our pools are going to be open here shortly and uh you know hours of operations based on if we have lifeguards we have to have lifeguards and uh, sure so that's going to be a need that we're really focusing on so so you talked a lot about infrastructure and the rec center and the public works facility uh i'm i'm assuming with with an organization the size of the city that that you have strategic planning sessions with your senior staff and uh the board of aldermen and yourself um, can you talk a little bit about what you guys are looking at for the next three to five years down the road what what things yeah, we we have um, we have a strategic planning session coming up in June. Uh, we have uh, two new, new uh, reelected aldermen and one new elected alderman. So goals change based on the board sure, direction because right. I only have one vote, so sure. I don't have to follow the direction. But I have my my goals, my priorities that I try to present to the board as well. And some of them are on the same page. We're on the same page with a lot of them. So we work through that and prioritize what the needs are. And so we just did fill out our survey based on what our uh, we think that everybody thinks their needs are. We'll get through that, and um, uh, hopefully I can push through mine. Uh, mine's always going to be public safety. It's number one in transportation mm -hmm. projects. Talk about public safety a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people may not realize that we share the name Wentzville Fire right. Protection District, but we are an independent agency of the city. But you and I communicate. Our boards communicate. Uh, we're at a lot of similar events. Uh, and it, it's it's good to have a good working relationship with you, and we appreciate that, it, along with your full board and city administration. Um, but talk talk a little bit about your police department. They, they're a great group of people. We work with them a lot. Yeah. We do tabletop exercises and emergency planning. Can you talk a little bit about that and 
Yeah, I'm very proud of each and every one of our police officers. I think they've done a great job keeping our community safe, and you guys as well, and that partnership and working relationship and, and respect for one another to try to work through uh, issues. Um, you know, you guys communicate with our staff, and they keep us updated. Um, so, yeah, we have a great relationship, and I, I, I'm very proud of where our city's at right now. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of big crimes. It's little stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have probably the biggest issues when we have fires or you know, sure. barbecue fires or whatever. People put their ashes in the trash cans. I mean, we're, we're going to talk a little about, about that, that in a, in a minute. Uh, but I, I've seen some that crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that. Don't get ahead of yourself. But we appreciate everything so, you guys do because you, you guys are out there with the, your uh, your programs that you do for Coast Commu- for Kids. Commu- community outreach. Community outreach yeah. as well. And uh, so does the Blue Line family and... Just yeah. all the organizations. Well, I can so tell you as a resident and, and as the fire chief and driving around town at all hours of the day and night and weekends, uh, your your police officers are highly visible. And that that's that definitely, in speaking with my neighbors, you know, we have an active neighborhood group yes. and they love seeing the police officers come through the neighborhood and stop and chat with the kids. And uh, kudos to those guys and, and Jake Schmidt and the outreach that, that they do is is really good and chief west and i talk on a regular basis and we have a great relationship with those guys so thank you for that thank you thank you for you guys and it's not easy nowadays because police are having a hard time at recruiting officers mm-hmm. you know i always say we don't pay them enough we don't yeah. pay our officers that we do we just increased our pay yeah. uh, tremendously and i think that that helps but it's never enough from for what they do, and you guys as well. The, how is the staffing right now? Are you, are you right now? We're we're at one hundred percent where you, you need know, to be. Yeah, Very good. Awesome. Be, but we've had a lot of officers kind of retire, so bringing in new people. I think a lot probably of don't public, know half of them anymore. A lot of public safety uh, agencies are facing Struggling, turnover, right. and you know whether it's people getting out of the line of work, they didn't think it was you know didn't think it was going to be the way it is, or or just we're getting to the points where you're seeing people put in 25, 30 years and. It's time to move on to their next best life. And I agree with going back to what you said. Whistle Fire Protection District is separate from the city. Mm-hmm. It's separate, separate, separate entity and as well as the school district. Because I'll get calls about the school sure, and this and that. Right. And like, That's out of my lane. That's sure. not in my lane. But we do work together and communicate. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think the fact that you're 100% staffed, it speaks volumes yeah, for, it does. For, for the leadership that you guys are doing and, and what, what's going on with the PD. So we really appreciate the, the help and, and uh, support that you guys help us with when we're out on the road, so thank you. Can you talk a little bit about, um, I mentioned GM and some of the emergency preparedness plans that we work on with you all. Uh, we also have the ambulance district that we collaborate with, the school district on certain drills. Um, talk a little bit about what we do, whether it's through an app or our social media channels, uh, when severe weather approaches and what we're looking for and what we, what we do to prepare for that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Jim's one of our biggest employers, and we have a great relationship with them as well. I know you guys do keep them abreast of things, but uh, you have a new app that came out. I'm, I've got that app. It's a, it's a very good uh, app to have to follow safety concerns, weather patterns, different things like that. So, yeah, we you guys are always ahead of the curve, and I, I use that information to put on my page to spread it to the community yeah. about what – and some it's people great, say, and it's all it, about speed. You know? Yeah, absolutely, and, and, uh, and be prepared. It, it took a little bit of a learning curve for us. We're, we're trying to encourage more people to get on it. But it's one of those things that the professionals will tell you, like, don't post everything. Don't right. post all the time. Use it for true needs of communicating important information. So that's something, a little bit of a learning curve that we're doing in-house. Um, but we, we try to pick things up from the city and reshare and, I know we communicate with your communications team, and that's all part of the 
the big thing of working together and making sure that at the end of the day, our, our people, our stakeholders, our residents, our business owners are, are taken care of and protected and, and aware of their surroundings and what's happening. I encourage everybody to get that app and get on it and kind of follow it. A lot of good information on there. No, that's, that's great. It's a kind uh, of reminder. Sometimes you, you lose, you get complacent and you lose focus at different things. So. Sure. Just to kind of keep you updated and remind you of things going on. So, so uh, how is Miss Sandy? Oh, my wife's doing good. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's my strongest and best friend. I tell you, she uh, she supports me and everything, and uh, she's stays great. out of the politics. Yeah. She says, "Hey, did you see they tagged you on yeah. this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll get I'll get to it." I'm on my well, I, I had to throw a little <laughs> shout out to her because uh, we've met several times over the years at different events, whether it's a gala or, or a fundraiser, or even uh, when we're judging Christmas lights and some of the subdivisions. Uh, she's always a joy to be around. So. Please pass that on to her. What else would you want our people to know about you in the city before we wrap it up? Well, that I'm always available. My office is open, you know, 24-7. You get a hold of me. I'm easy to get a hold of. Uh, but there's some things out of my control. I'm, it's a, we're a fourth-class city. The Board of Aldermen has the ultimate vote. I'm the executive branch of government. So when they make a decision, I have to implement the decision they make and right. uh, it come, becomes law. Uh, so I have to uh, – that's my job is to kind of oversee the budget, oversee the – day-to-day operations, but I have great people, great city administrator, great people working for me. It's not an easy job. You can't make everybody happy. If you're in politics and you think you can make 100% people, yeah. of people happy, it won't happen. You, you know what I've seen just, just from being around it all my life is the majority of time we all want to get to the same place. It's just about how right. we, how get, we get, there. get there. Right. And, and so that path may be different for for you and I and, and everyone else may have a different opinion, but... Uh, I think when you put the people of this city first, uh, you're going to have a lot of good accomplishments and, and good accolades and be something to be proud of. And at the end of the night, you, you lay your head down, you know that you did what you thought was best. And I just I want to thank you for your service to our community thank you. as a resident and then also as the fire chief that, that I appreciate you and everything you do. I appreciate it. Thank you. Most people so. think that mayor's full-time. It's not. Yeah. I put full-time. I'm the yeah. only only married that's been in Winsfield that has put in 60 hours a week. Yeah. And it's part, considered part-time. But There's no I doubt. I get tagged I, at 10 I, o'clock, 11 o'clock at night and I'll answer I, questions. I so. see you on that phone <laughs> 24-7. And, and then also I know you spend a few hours at City Hall every day checking in. I so see, I see your car through town all the time. And I drive around <laughs> to the neighborhoods and look for yep. concerns. If I see people, I talk to them about what they like, what they don't like, what I can do better as mayor. Just I want to hear from people. It's good to help me improve myself as well and educate myself. Well, Mayor, um, on behalf of John and I and, and our fire district, I want to thank you for, for being on today, and uh, we appreciate everything. We're going to move into our safety topic of the month. The safety topic of the month is grill safety. As, as more people are moving into their backyards with the warmer, nicer weather, uh, we have a few things that we'd like that our fire prevention folks have helped us put together, and just some five, six little bullet points for you to think about and be cognizant of as as you do uh barbecue this this summer with your family friends and neighbors uh first up would be keeping your grill in a safe location we want to make sure that you're not closer than 10 feet away from your house uh we've we've ran so many fires where a grill catches the uh vinyl siding or wood structure on the side of a house garage what have you um, use proper grilling tools. You know, you know these longer tools that are made well will help you avoid burns. Uh, check for gas leaks. Make sure your fittings and your connections 
throughout your grill and your propane tank are tight and not cross-threaded uh, where something could leak and gas could build up and ignite. Uh, keep a fire extinguisher nearby. I know sometimes people don't think about this, but it's a good idea to have uh, an all-purpose extinguisher that you can get at any of your major uh, big box stores. Um, and that's always good in case uh, a small fire would, would take place. You could attempt to hold it in check or extinguish. The last thing is never leave your grill unattended. I know that life is busy. Kids get going in the backyard and you may be distracted, but with the proximity of your house and your neighbors, uh, it's never a good idea to, to leave it unattended, especially with young kids and pets around. They could get harmed or burned. So it's always a good thing to uh, keep an eye on your grill and stay in the immediate area. Uh, with that, uh, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. And John, do you have anything before we wrap up? No, I just I had a good time and, and look forward to doing this in the future. It was awesome to have the mayor in here. I would throw in just on a couple of the safety things that I know some of this seems pretty basic, but uh, it, it's as fast, as the chief was saying, as fast-paced as everything is. People forget and leave their grills on. I've done it myself, and next thing you know, your, your siding's on fire. Or uh, the big one that we have happen multiple times a year and is uh, people have a have a barbecue and they let their barbecue grill sit for a couple of days and then they decide oh monday i'll go clean out the the barbecue pit and they don't realize that all that ash has insulated some of the hot ambers inside their barbecue pit and they throw it in a bag and they throw it in their garage and they run off to work or they go play golf or whatever and next thing you know we've got a a pretty major fire so uh, keep all those things in mind and uh, have a great summer and uh, enjoy your barbecue Great points. Thank you, John. Mayor, uh, just want to say thank you again. Uh, hope you have a great summer and enjoy some time with family. I'd like to give you, as a token of our oh, appreciation, wow. uh, one of our department challenge coins. So we hope that you display that in your, your office. So I don't even have one of those yet. So <laughs> He doesn't have one, but the mayor has one. So, <laughs> thank you. That's so that's good. So thanks for tuning in to Hot Topics here at Wentzville Fire. We care about our community. So we have committed to staying connected through Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Follow us for up-to-date info about all things fire safety related. Hashtag Wentzville Fire because we care. Have a great day.